This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Okay, welcome into another edition of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. I'm a little tired. Yeah. I'm a little sore from a little extra workout that I did. Yeah, it's because you've been doing two a days. Well, only a couple <laughs> of those. Only yeah. a couple. But yes, I have been working out a little extra. I got to lose weight because I'm in a competition right now and it ends in a couple of weeks. I know. I know. And so, are you winning or losing at this point? Well, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't done a, a, a weigh-in in a couple of weeks, so... We're uh, scheduled to do a weigh-in mm-hmm. on Tuesday, mm-hmm. so this you know a few days from now, and then it ends August third on a Friday, and I'm That's down soon. I'm down two or three, a little over three percent okay of my body weight, and uh, Mr. Jason Lee in our office uh-huh. is down three and a half. Oh, so I guess technically since the last weigh-in, I am losing. Yeah, but it's neck and neck. But it's neck and neck, <laughs> and I'm gonna come through on this. Deal. I believe you. You okay. are. You, yep. I believe. The last it. thing I want to do. Is wear a Broncos jersey. I know. Ooh. Yeah, you should have thought about that bit. Ooh. <laughs> You're gonna win. That's I the deal. Faith. I, I have, have to wear a Broncos jersey if he if I if uh if I lose, if he wins, and he's gotta wear a Chiefs jersey. <sighs> so uh I'd I much can't. rather see him in the old red gold uh, combo than than me in the orange and you, whatever. Blue you know what? Is. I can't wait though. I can't wait to see this. <laughs> Either way, I think it's, it's going to be, be fun. It'll be epic. fun. It'll be epic. We'll have a lot of fun social media around yes. that, I'm sure. So, all okay, right. Okay, let's get started. We've got a great show for you mm-hmm. lined up today. Sure and, do. And it's definitely a topic that I a lot of people are interested in because mm-hmm. of the workshops that we do that are based on the tax reform that mm-hmm. has been passed and how it affects you. A lot of this stuff uh, has come out. There's still things that are unraveling every day, though. So you got to just really pay attention and it's. And listen to shows like this, and you stay can on stay top up of it. to date. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but if you're interested in getting cold of us, just shoot us an email. It's 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 the retirement playbook at gmail.com. So, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the retirement playbook at gmail.com, or give us a call here if you're interested in any topic that you hear us talk about. Three three two seven eight five five. Or if you want to schedule a complimentary consultation to review your situation and your retirement picture, we can help you. Yep. Always a good idea. It's always doesn't a good hurt. idea. It doesn't cost you anything just to sit down and talk about your retirement. Um, now, if we engage in a relationship, you know, that's a different story and you'll be disclosed everything that would be charged to you. But to sit down with me, there's no there's no cost mm-hmm. to that. Yep. So, and you can check out more information at theinnovativeteam.com, theinnovativeteam.com. Um, and like to also mention our retirement income toolkit that we offer complimentary to anyone who's interested. So you can just go to our website. You'll see our picture right there when you log on to theinnovativeteam.com. Click on find out more and you can download our complimentary retirement income toolkit. In that toolkit, it's great articles to kind of jumpstart your retirement planning, uh, information on tax planning. We're going to talk a lot about that today. Social security planning, um, information on our generational vault, which is a product that we offer for all of our clients. It's really a virtual safety deposit box um, and you can also link to all of your other assets and kind of see truly your total net worth. Really great, great product and service that we offer. Um, Get great feedback on that. So check it out, download it. It's completely complimentary. um, No obligation at all, but some good information to kind of get you started. Awesome. Yes. So if, you know, if you're one of those people who's like, eh, I don't know if I want to sit down, that kind of stuff, you can check out and download that retirement income toolkit to get an idea of what we do and how we do it. Yep. Especially if you're just getting started. It's a good, it's a good jump starter. Okay. The commercial's over. That's it. Let's get into some information (laughs) that they can use in their life every single day. So uh, again, we're going to talk more about the Tax Cuts and Job Act that was signed into law on December 22nd by President Trump. And had passed in the Senate by a party line vote of 51 to 48 two days before. 
we are going to dive into the tax reform and consider what it actually means to you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because a lot of people don't understand the effects of it yet. You might have heard some things and what have you, but you don't understand the effects on and on uh, your specific situation until really you file your taxes next year. Right, right, because it doesn't go into effect until 2018. <gasps> right, or right. That tax year, the tax year we're in now currently. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So a lot of people, you know, don't really understand. And if you own a business, wow, there's a lot of things to consider. So if you own a business, you definitely want to listen to our entire show today mm-hmm. uh, because there's a lot of things that affect uh, small businesses. And I know well. we kind of already did our commercial, but I do want to mention we have quite a few workshops coming up um, here. So if you're interested in attending a workshop, which is going to be very in-depth. Um, you spend about a good hour really diving into this. We provide a workbook and, and there's lots of great information. So if you're interested in more information on um, g- coming to one of our workshops, give us a call 332-7855. Sorry, so, I had to plug that real quick. No, that's fine. <laughs> and, and the other thing is, is that it, it, you know, it's not updated all the time, but we have a registration online. It's innovativeseminars.org. Mm-hmm innovativeseminars.org. You can check that out and just kind of see when our next one will be. Correct. Okay. So you can get on that. Yep. Sounds right. good. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So tell us a little bit about the motivation behind the tax reform. I think that's kind of in a good starting point. You know, what was the motivating factor to why we're even in this situation now? Um. Yeah. So I think uh, no doubt that the motivation behind the, the new tax law was definitely to reduce corporate taxes. It was to go from 35 on the corporate tax down to 21. You know, a lot of people were saying, hey, uh, we've got to be competitive from a corporate standpoint. Our corporations uh, are putting lots of money overseas. And the reason is, is because of the 35% mm-hmm. tax rate. It's one of the highest in the world. Okay. And now it's more competitive at 21. So uh, that, that's a, that was a huge incentive. And you saw a lot of companies bring a lot of money back. I mean, Apple, what was it? I don't even remember the number. Oh, my it gosh. Was some it's huge. Crazy, like $200 yes. billion. Dollars. Right. And even at 21%, you know, they're going to pay, they're, the government's going to get $35 million, mm-hmm. or excuse me, billion dollars uh, as, as, as paying taxes on bringing that money back over here. And, and jobs come back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So, uh, well, no, that doesn't even include the jobs. That's just bringing the money that was overseas oh, back okay. over I see what to you're here yes. and being taxed at 21%. Right. So. Yeah. Anyway, so that was definitely the big motivation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's other things that affect the 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 individual mm-hmm. as well. And on your tax return and not only on your tax return, but think about tax reform. Let's just uh, take a second here and, and talk about the, the reduction in corporate taxes mm-hmm. and what that does for the individual. Uh, I can tell you that if you work for a larger corporation, like your brother did mm-hmm. at the time that this all went down. Right. AT&T gave, did he get a thousand? I, I think, wanna, yes, it was a thousand. It was a thousand dollars. Yeah. So they gave everybody a thousand dollars. All employees. So to say that, 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 that benefits of tax reduction, even on the corporate side, uh, that say that they don't work because all they do is keep the money. That's not true. And we saw a lot of givebacks, a lot of givebacks. So a lot of givebacks from a lot of big companies, Mm -hmm. which Uh, is great. It is great. And that's, that's good. And you know, they have the accounting department to realize what that's going to do to their bottom line and to be able to calculate that. Whereas a lot of small businesses, maybe Mm -hmm. their income is varies quite a bit from year to year. They don't know how it's going to affect them. Right. Okay. And so I think they're a little more cautious. Exactly. (laughs) And I think you're going to continue to see, uh, I mean, let's face it, what, 85% of businesses in the United States are small businesses technically. So, you know, that, that you're going to continually see people get bonuses. And I think you're going to see when the corporations or the small businesses here locally, or not even just here locally, all around the the country, you're going to see them say, Oh, Oh, okay. Well, that's way more uh, tax savings. That hit my bottom line a lot harder than I thought. And uh, so now I'm going to give my Mm -hmm. bonus to my employees. So you understand what I'm saying there? I think you're going to continually see the the positive effects to our economy with this tax law. We're just now starting to see the benefits. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at the earnings coming out from these corporations uh, that that, uh, have benefited from this. 
And, um, I mean, let's face it, this is bottom line stuff here. Right. I mean, this is the easiest way to make more money is to pay less in taxes. <laughs> you don't have to sell any more widgets. That's right. That's you know? right. And so, um, you're going to, you've already seen it in some of these earnings. And I mean, some of these banks, oh my gosh, the earning uh, the reports that they're coming out, huge, mm-hmm. huge jumps. In, Things in are going bottom, well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so this is all positive. Absolutely. Okay. For our entire economy, uh, not just the corporations, all the way down to the individual. So I just wanted to kind of put that, mm-hmm. you know, in perspective of what does that do? First of all, it gives bonuses. Second of all, we have uh, you know, stocks, by the way. So let's talk about that for a second. So look, we'll just take AT&T, for example. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get a, a employee, a bonus. Okay. Um, they're making more money. Earnings go up. And guess what else happens? The stock price goes up too. That's what drives the stock price. Mm-hmm. Their earnings, their capability to grow, all of these things are affected by not paying as much in taxes. Right. So now that employee has a 401k balance with AT&T stock. And I'm just using this as a hypothetical, by the way. But my point is, is that now that stock price goes up and guess what? Now their 401k balance goes up. Right. Everything so goes up. Everything yeah. goes up. This is definitely a positive. I don't care if you're a Republican, you're a Democrat or whatever. It's undeniable. That this is a positive change, okay, from a corporate level. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. <laughs> Do you feel better? Yeah, I totally got <laughs> off. I'm just, I'm excited about this. No, that was good. You were this. talking about I mean, the motivation. You and I have yeah, talked about we have. This. We've yeah. talked about this in our business. Correct. How right. is this going to affect us, bottom line wise? Right. What can we do to improve? Exactly. Hopefully, everybody's having that conversation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I agree. And you can work with your accountant to get some kind of projection mm-hmm. here, if. You know, uh, if you have some kind of stable uh, income. Right. Um, now, if you don't, you can still try to project that out. Uh, and definitely you can project that at the, the, the closer to the end of the year that we mm-hmm. get. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, OK, I'm three quarters into the year and I've, we've earned this, you know, or we've brought in this much money. So now we can kind of calculate mm-hmm. that. Right. Right. OK. Yeah. Okay, so uh, corporate taxes, definitely the motivation behind what uh, took place, which is the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act mm-hmm. that was signed into law at the end of uh, 2017. We're going to get into more of how this is going to uh, affect you. Again, you don't realize this right now. A lot of people have because of their, their paycheck has Correct. been adjusted. They've seen right? some changes. They've yeah. seen some mm-hmm. changes, and they've got more take-home income. So that's great, but overall... You, there's still more out there. There's still more out there. Yeah. And if you want to hear about it, you got to stay tuned to our show here. We're going to break right now, but uh, we're going to come back and talk more about how all of this affects you and your finances. It's all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you'd like a complimentary copy, call our office at 573-332-7855 or visit us at theinnovativeteam.com to learn more. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook. Every Saturday morning, mm-hmm. right here on KZIM from 7 to 8 a.m. So set your alarm to get up at 6.45. Get your cup of coffee. Get your newspaper. Whatever you do, whatever your routine is. And listen to us. And listen up. <laughs> that's if you, right. If you listen, I promise you, you're going to learn something that's going to help you. Yeah. But if you sleep in. But if you sleep in. We do have other ways to listen to us. You, we do. Can yes. you tell us about yep. that? Yep. So we store all of our previous shows on our website at theinnovativeteam.com. And you can see the topics there too. So you can choose ones that you want to listen to or ones that you don't. So all of them are out there. So check us out at theinnovativeteam.com. Or you can download the app, the KZIM, KSIM app. And that way you can uh, listen to us live if you want to. Um, and... Any, any, did I miss any? Oh, website. You can go to the website, kzimksim.com. Yes. There's the ways to listen to us. Listen live right there on That's the right. app. That's right. Download it on your phone. Yep. Or if you do don't it. make it, go back to our website and listen to them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. All right. 
Back to tax? Back to taxes and the tax reform? Back to taxes. Tax reform and you is the title of our show. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. Tax reform and you. So there we're going to get into how this is affecting you. But mm-hmm. I really, before we get into the actual meat of that, um, I wanted to talk more about <clears throat> what the hopes and dreams of were of this bill, mm-hmm. okay, from the uh, Congress's Committee on Ways and Means. So uh, we talked about a little bit about the motivation being the corporate tax, and that's definitely the maybe not something they publicized, but they their other I guess sub goals of that, which was just making the process easier. I wish I was in front of a bunch of people right now and I could say, hey, if you could make your tax situation easier, would you want to do that? And everybody in the room would raise their hand. Right. Absolutely. Well, I it's, hope so. <laughs> it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's yeah. insane. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've got a little frog in my throat you do. this morning. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but it's insane how uh, complicated it can be. And if you own a business mm-hmm. like we do, oh my mm-hmm. gosh. I know our, our business wow. owners are feeling us out there. <laughs> oh, my God. It's insane. They're saying, yes, you are correct. Yep. How crazy and complex yeah. our tax code is. And it doesn't yes. have to be that way. Right. Right. Okay. So making the tax process definitely more simple was definitely one of the goals um, of the new tax law. Preserving the mortgage interest deduction so you can deduct the interest off of your primary mortgage. Uh, primary residence mortgage. And so they wanted to definitely try to keep that. <clears throat> but however, as you know, and we'll get into this, <clears throat> by increasing the standard deduction, that's mm-hmm. for a lot of people going to go away, mm-hmm. right? Because that's a deduction that was itemized. Okay. And yeah. So now that the standard deduction is so high, we'll get into what those numbers are and everything here in a few minutes. That may negate it. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cutting the individual mandate penalty tax for opting out of health care. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they struck out on trying to get um, a new health care system to replace Obamacare. So they wanted to do some things to try to help out. So you don't get the penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Giving more support to American families and improving savings vehicles for education. You know, we talked a little bit about that one as well, and uh, we'll get into the specifics specifics of mm-hmm. that. Yeah, because we haven't talked about that in a while. It might be a nice reminder for those that maybe are just joining us. So, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's get into... All right, so, you know, you're talking about this, but, you know, it's been a while since we've seen a tax reform like this, right? It, uh, it anything meaningful? Right, I mean, right. obviously, there's changes. Small to, things. These small yeah. things to everything. You know, the estate tax. Oh, my gosh, that thing's been all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and But but as far as a major overhaul like what we've had here, um, yeah, it's been over 30 years, mm-hmm. uh, or almost 30 years, I guess I should say, um, that under President Reagan mm-hmm. did a lot of, uh, did a tax overhaul. So this is the most significant and comprehensive piece of legislation to be signed for decades. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's huge. It, it's <laughs> <laughs> if that's kind of an inside joke for those of you who are listening, that seems to be our, our word anytime something's a big deal. Well, I don't so. know that it's an inside joke. Well, I think everybody true. knows what, what huge means. Yeah, it's true. Huge. Yeah, it's huge. huge. It's huge. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, right. gosh. Okay. So from what you know now, mm-hmm. right, because as we know, this is kind of ever evolving and changing, you know, what's this going to mean for the individual out there? Well, I think it's going to mean different things to different people. Okay, and the impact of the new tax law will differ because it depends on several factors. Okay, so uh, for example, one of them would be the size of your family. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. How many kids you have? Those kinds of things. Right. Your income amount and type, because you know the some of these things are going to affect lower income people. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going to affect higher income people. The type of income that you have, mm-hmm. is it business income? Is it passive income? What is right. it? What kind of income is it? Uh, and, you know, there's other little things, too, mm-hmm. you know, that will determine uh, how much this is going to actually benefit everyone. OK, uh, there are some people that are in that. I mean, everybody's going to uh, benefit from this. Right. But there are a couple uh, instances that if you're in a certain income bracket, mm-hmm. you're not going to get as much help percentage wise. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. So people need to be talking Which to their. Which is not fair. Oh, <laughs> you having a moment over there. So it's important, I guess what you're saying is to make sure you're talking to your CPA. 
right. in your account to make sure you understand. And like doing it now. Right. Let's not look in the rear view mirror. Let's right. look through the front windshield. Which we like to say a lot. Yes, correct. Yeah, don't the, wait until it's over. The tax planning in the United States of America has always been a reactive look through the rear view mirror mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way. Correct. And it shouldn't be that right. way. Right. Make sure you have that Let's, relationship. Exactly. And let's do planning just like you do for your retirement. Right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And let's look through the front windshield. Well, and I think, you know, just to give you some things you can do now that will help your situation. And it's going to be too late. If you don't plan, yeah. If you wait until January when right. you start, you know, getting your W two. So, exactly. yeah, you know, and I think it's important too to kind of make a plug here. You know, this is something since we're talking about tax reforms, but you don't do taxes. You know, it's right. important that you want to make sure you're knowledgeable about this because it affects retirement planning. That's why we're having this conversation. So it's very important that um, if your financial advisor is not talking to you about taxes, they should be, and also you should be working with you know kind of that trio of people we talk about, right? Your financial advisor, your accountant, and your attorney. You know, to be making sure that all of your affairs are in order when it comes to retirement planning and income planning. Work with a trusted professional. That's right. No matter what you're dealing with, your yep. finances, your taxes, your legal documents, work with a trusted professional. And that's mm-hmm. the deal. We mm-hmm. always talk about that. Yep. We're a financial professional. Correct. Not an investment manager. Yes, that's part of what we do. Right. But that's just one little piece. We focus on the plan and really understand your entire situation. Anyway. Okay. Yep. All there right. It is. So um, now there was my soapbox. There's <laughs> now, now, yeah, it was your soapbox. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Hey, look, we all have to have one. Yeah, we all have our moments. Okay. So yeah, what else would you like to share? Well, you know, really, one of the most important talking points of the new tax bill that most people, in uh, your especially your rank and file employees, um, is the changing of income brackets and marginal tax rates. Okay, so <clears throat> you know now there were seven brackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the old law, as far as income brackets, there's still seven. Here's the difference. Uh, they started out at 10 on ordinary income, and it went to 39.6, and now it's 10 to 37. The standard deduction, that's a huge change. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second, but I want to continue to talk about the The seven actual, brackets. Yeah, the brackets. So um, it changes the withholding uh, mm-hmm. in your paycheck uh, when it's less, obviously. So we want to make sure that if you were earning X and now you're in a lower tax bracket, for example, okay, if your income is between $9,526 and $38,700, you're now in a 12% tax bracket, okay? That's your marginal tax rate, in other words, okay? okay? Um, 80, let's see, I'm sorry, $38,700 and $1 up to $82,500 is now 22%. Okay, and then so on and so on. So we actually have this key financial data worksheet that that Mm -hmm. you can call and request and has all of this information on it. Lots of numbers. Yeah, lots of numbers. It'll make you dizzy. (laughs) It'll make you dizzy unless you know what you're looking for. But it is a quick reference guide, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So um, another big one uh, that's going to help people and simplify everything is what I already mentioned, which is the standard deduction. Mm -hmm. If you itemized every year, okay, because your income was 12000 or excuse me, your deductions were $12,700 or more, okay, so now the standard deduction, it used to be 12700 well, now it's 24000 so it's essentially doubled, mm-hmm. okay? Wow. Yeah. So if you were, if, if your deductions were $18,000, you were itemizing before, no doubt. Now, you don't have to worry about keeping mm-hmm. track of all that stuff. Yeah. Right, you just take the standard deduction and it's twenty four thousand dollars, and you're done. So if you're in that situation, things are a lot simpler. It's a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. And think about it: if you were itemizing eighteen thousand dollars, okay, now the standard deduction is twenty four thousand. Mm-hmm. So it's helping you out by six thousand dollars on top of making it easier, not have to keep track of all that stuff. Yeah. Woohoo! Woo. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's that great. is good. Yeah, that is good. So yay to the standard deduction. exactly yep so one of the things that and you may people may or may not even know this uh here's a big change that you could deduct your moving expenses investment fees tax preparation fees casualty loss etc now you can't do any of that Mm. so they did get rid of some of the Mm -hmm. itemized deductions that you can't use anymore so if you are 
if your deductions are over $24,000, you're still going to itemize. But you but can't you're not put gonna, those on there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. So you got to really, really uh, be careful. Right. Uh, there. What and you can so, count, what you can't. Yep. And by the way, so um, that standard deduction went up and it went up with the cost of living calculated by the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. That's still the same. Mm-hmm. So the twenty four thousand is going to be, uh, it's going to go up uh, with that, uh, with with the uh, consumer price index as well. So if you're wondering mm-hmm. about that, okay. I was sweating about it all last night. Were you? <laughs> I was. Yeah. It was stressing me out. <laughs> well, yeah, we now just I bought know. a new mattress, and I learned uh, how oh. much an average body sweats during Ew. the night. Yeah, it was gross. That was pretty gross. It's it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Like, I th- there was no way I would have guessed that. Yeah, no. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Yeah. Now we know why we have to have a mattress cover. Yes. We learn See, a lot. we learn everything. I know. Right? You learn I mean, all the time. Just, no, you know. Constantly learning. Right. Yep. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. That's all we're going to uh, do right here in this segment. We're going to continue on, though, with how all of this is going to affect you. Some of the things you could be doing now to help yourself. In other words, do some tax planning. Most people don't do that. Um, but you can do that and help yourself. You can learn more about it all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. You got to like, um, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Was I, I was kind of following your little shorter intro. Okay. <laughs> I was following your speed. And a little bit slower. A little slower. Let's slow yeah. down. Yeah, Coffee, coffee's kick it wearing off so <laughs> <laughs> all right okay, guys so we've been talking about the new tax law and you that's the title of the show the new tax law and you and how all of these changes i mean it is like i said we're still unraveling details about mm-hmm. all of this um and how it can affect you and and really let's just get right into it here uh, but you know, obviously, we've already talked about in 2018, mm-hmm. the brackets coming down. You've seen your paycheck go up. Businesses um, giving bonuses. Yep. Businesses giving bonuses, all that kind of stuff. But here's some other ways, too, that this is affecting the individual. Um, so we all know that in 2018, we've been adjusted. Marginal tax rates have been cut. Uh, almost everyone will have lower income tax rates next this year, okay, for 2018. Uh, not only that, but married filers will also see a change in their filing in the sense that they sh- the shift in tax brackets is going to remove an unintended tax penalty that existed when couples were pushed into a higher tax bracket for combining incomes. Mm-hmm. That's uh, a big deal. Some people call this the the, the marriage penalty, mm-hmm. you know, because your standard deduction for an individual was higher than than. Um, uh, well, it wasn't higher; it was lower, but it still wasn't the equal of double. Well, of double, yeah, right. exactly. If you right. doubled it, yep. exactly. Um, and so now that kind of gets rid of that. Uh, while there are still seven tax brackets that vary according to income, most of them have been modified and reduced with the new bill. Mm-hmm. So all of this is helping. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about the standard deduction going to twenty four thousand from twelve thousand five or seven hundred. Excuse me. Um, the alternative minimum tax that everybody loves. Woo! Right. Uh, so that was 84,500. Um, and so now we have a range, uh, when that was for a couple, by the way, a married file jointly. Now it's 109,400, uh, before you're affected by that. Mm -hmm. Um, let's see medical expenses. 
could deduct expenses that exceeded 10% of AGI, could deduct expenses now that exceed 7.5% of your adjusted gross income in 2018. That's a big deal. So that helps. Because healthcare is so expensive. Again, this is only if you're itemizing. Right. And for a couple, it means you're over 24,000. Right. Because the standard deduction went up so much. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So can you talk about something just that I'm kind of, I think a lot of people would like to know about, and we've mentioned it in previous shows, but it's been a while. Can you talk about the 529 plan change and just how that that is that is used? Yeah, so that's totally off the deal. But sorry, I, no, I just want to no. make sure we talk about it. Nope. I <laughs> and love there's it. so much in this, so no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with curveballs. Yeah, curveballs. I like yeah. the curveball. Let's okay. talk about the 529 plan. Yeah, exactly. and the and the changes there. Okay, so the 529 plan uh, that she's referring to is a college savings plan. Every state sponsors their own mm-hmm. plan. Uh, for example, Missouri is sponsored by the most plan, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they had two different plans, by the way. They used to have an advisor plan where you can go in and meet with a financial advisor and buy it through them, and they had different funds, and he helps you, re- or she, he or she helps you allocate uh, between the different funds. They've since now, Missouri, state of Missouri has gotten rid of the advisor plan, and you can only buy it direct, so you just go online and open up the account online, and then you administer it and all that kind of stuff. Do it yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, all of the record keeping was, is on you. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is, is that if you have to take money out uh, of the 529 to pay for higher education expenses, and by the way, it was only higher education expenses. Now that has changed. And so that's the big change you're talking mm-hmm. about is, is that you can use 529 plans that were intended only for higher education. Which, by the way, the higher education was post-secondary, right? It was anything after high school. It could be truck driving school. It could be mm-hmm. a traditional university. Didn't Just anything matter. training. It could be a trade. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But training. you can only use it for that. Well, now you can use it for K through 12 education. So let's say your kids go to private school. You can use it to help pay for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, it's $10,000 per year. That's um, the most. For private education. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the most plan. Well, it's it's any 529 plan. No, no, no. I'm saying the most you can spend is $10,000. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the distribution that you make from your 529 account can be $10,000 per beneficiary, okay, per year. And so that's a big change for it a lot of people. It is a big change, yeah. Um, if you send your kid to private school and you want to help use that fund to help pay for it, now you just got to be careful, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Again, it's another management thing. It's another management yeah. thing. You got to be careful because you want to make sure there's still enough money in there for them to go to college. Right, right. Or, or, or you know, anything post-secondary. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, it can be a good deal, uh, especially the younger that you are, right? Because then you can say, oh, okay, well, I was putting in $200 a month and my kid's two years old. Well, he's not even going to go through that K through 12 for a few years. So now I'm going to plug in, you know, three or four hundred dollars mm-hmm. a month. Start stockpiling. Exactly. Yep. Now you don't get a big deduction. Now you do get a state tax deduction for that, uh, but you do not get to deduct that off of your federal taxes. Okay. Important that's to know. Yeah. Yep. So it's almost the way I talk about it, the 529 plans, it's almost like a Roth where you put money in, you don't get a deduction, but then all the money grows tax free. Mm-hmm. And hopefully you have growth. Right. If you do, it's tax free. Excuse me, as long as you use it for higher education expenses or now, excuse me, K through 12. Mm-hmm. If you or have higher private. education. Yep. yep. Okay. So that's kind of the way I explain it is the advantage to a 529 plan is the fact that when you put it in, you do get a state tax deduction, but then you also, uh, you, 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 you get that tax-free growth on that. And so typically those are invested in mutual funds. The younger you are, you know, usually it's more great, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, but again, you have to choose everything and it's, basically you have to set it up online and then you select your own investments, mm-hmm. Yeah, which in managed. my opinion was a horrible move. I was going to say, it's just listening to you. I'm thinking, I'm glad it, I'm married to you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that you get to do all this I for mean, us. Cause I mean, that's a lot. Average person going out there and doing this Yeah, and trying to do it through the internet. Number one, Number two, selecting their own funds. Yeah, that sounds I mean, awful because you don't know that. Age-based deals where mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can put it in, and as they get older, it makes it more conservative. But even then, that's still not. Yeah, it's just I don't. It's just anyway. Interesting. It, so, single ladies point, out there, marry well, a financial advisor. <laughs> well, my point is, they had an option before. Yeah, they had the advisor plan and a direct plan. You so, if somebody says, "Hey, I don't want to have to pay the commission or any kind of fee." To have to go through an advisor, I can do this myself. That's fine. You had the direct option, 
But then you can also go to an advisor. And let me tell you, a lot of people would, are willing to pay a little bit of money to get good advice. That's exactly right. Well, you still have your your some of your people who struggle with it and going, gosh, it's, I wish you could just do this for me. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just like, why did they do that? I have no idea. Anyway. Who okay. knows? Who knows? Right. <laughs> so and some of those things we don't get to control, right? So anyway, yeah. a big thing that you wanted to bring up, which was... Yes, the big change. Exactly. Okay. That you can now use it for K through 12 private education. Okay. Yep. So we know that most people are going to be benefited. Almost everybody's going to... Everybody basically will benefit from the new tax law, right? From paying less in taxes. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we've talked a little bit about some of these side um, effects of it as well. One of those that I brought up earlier, uh, comparing the 529 to what? A Roth IRA. There Mm -hmm. has been some changes to the Roth IRA. And again, I'm a huge proponent of it. Um, But basically before, when you had a Roth IRA or if you had a traditional IRA that you converted over to a Roth IRA you're able to go back and make it a traditional IRA. Why would you do that? To get those tax dollars back. Okay, so if you convert traditional to Roth, you pay all the taxes right now. And everybody's going like, well, why would I do that? Well, the reason why you would do that is because from here on out now, all the growth is Mm tax-free. So if you've got a long time to go, hey, you might have 20, 30 years of tax-free growth from there. Yeah, you paid the taxes now, which, by the way, at historically low rates. Correct, yes. So it's a good idea, but now you've lost the ability and for flexibility to go back and recharacterize as a traditional IRA. Um, it used to be, hey, you can do go back and forth, mm-hmm. right? You can bounce between them, right? Yeah. So if the yeah. market goes down, the count value goes down. Whoa. Okay, let's go back to traditional and get my tax dollars back because it was based on the higher amount. Mm-hmm. You know, the taxes you paid were on a higher amount than they are now because the market went down, and that's just a hypothetical scenario. But my point is. People could do that. Well, now you can't. Once you do it, you're docked in. Mm-hmm. It's done. You did a conversion to a Roth IRA. It's over. Right. Okay? So you, you're, you're, you're in a Roth IRA now. You can't go back. So you want to make sure it's the right move for you. Exactly. Yep. Okay. Yep. So that's something that changed. Um, uh, it still makes Roth conversions a viable option. Mm-hmm. Okay. We actually have a Roth conversion report. We do. And if you want to know, hey, should I do that? Or, hey, is that right for me? Because you'd be surprised that it's right for more people than you think. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have a report that says, okay, here's your tax situation. Uh, Here's the benefits of doing it. uh, Or here's uh, the ramifications of doing it. In other words, it's not a good thing for you to do. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful because the report tells you that. That's information. And information is power that allows you to do the best thing for you. Right. And it's individualized to you, which I think is just fantastic. It's not a general conversation. It's truly customized. You can read about the benefits and the drawbacks Mm -hmm. to doing Roth conversions all day long. Right. But to see it with your numbers. (laughs) With your numbers and customize is very, very powerful. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. Yeah. So if you want to find out that, give us a call. Yep. We can do the Roth conversion report. That's right. Okay. That's right. Okay. Do we have time for another change or are we? Uh, No, we're actually going to take a break here. And then uh, if you own a business, you definitely want to listen to our next segment because we're going to talk about a little bit how that new tax law uh, has benefited or, or, or affected your taxes as a small business owner. It's all right here on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you want to help mitigate the uncertainty of future taxes on your Social Security benefits? The growth of earnings and the distributions of your qualified accounts could be tax-free by converting some of your 401k to a Roth IRA. At Innovative Financial Solutions, this is just one strategy that we can put into place and help answer your questions about your 401k and IRA rollovers. Visit us at, on the web at theinnovativeteam.com or give us a call at 332-7855 to learn about these strategies. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to our last segment this week of the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. Once again, folks, I don't know what's happening, but I've lost my co-host. Last week, I lost her for the last two segments. <laughs> I think she's just slowly bailing on me here. No, I'm just kidding. She's uh, She had to run, so I'm going to do this last segment by myself. It's you and me right here on KZIMKSIM. So let's get going. All right. I've got a lot to cover because I kind of got off on a soapbox a little bit about taxes and the new tax law in the last couple of minutes. But um, 
Well, a couple things I definitely want to hit on so that you know, um, and this next one is going to very, affect very little people, but it is interesting to know, and you should know it, um, that the estate tax exemption, okay? So basically, um, the estate tax deduction, or excuse me, exemption said, okay, if you have an estate worth less than $5.6 million under the old rules for an individual, and doubled that, so 11.2 percent, or excuse me, 11.2 million for married couples. Okay, uh, if you had an estate less than that, there are no estate taxes. Okay, so many people think that when you pass away, that your beneficiaries are going to pay estate taxes, and that's not true. That's not true. Now, could they pay income taxes because it was qualified money, or even if it wasn't, you know, maybe there was some gain. Uh, on some on whatever the investment is, yes, of course you can pay income taxes, but state tax will not be applicable unless your estate for a married couple was worth over eleven point two million dollars. Okay, eleven point two million dollars. So not a lot of people were affected by actual paying f- the top rate of forty percent on estates. Now, even more people won't be because. That now the exemption for the state taxes has doubled, so it's 11.2 million for individuals and 22.4 million for married couples. So if you have less than 40, 22.4 million dollars, okay. And if you got this issue, you need to call me for sure, okay. So if you've got, uh, <laughs> you've got to do some some planning to make sure that you stay under that 22.4 million. Give us a call 332-7855. All right, so um, top rate of 40% applies on estates over $22.4 million for married couples, $11.2 million for individuals. All right. All right, only eight, by the way, in a let, excuse me, only eight in 1,000 estates are expected to owe federal taxes in 2018. So, you know, there's not going to be very many estate taxes for a lot of people. Okay. So we've been kind of talking a little bit about small businesses and how this whole thing is going to affect uh, small businesses, um, how it's going to benefit you, really, okay? And um, we know that the corporate rate, the corporate tax rate, uh, went from 35, actually at the top at 39, down to 21%, okay? In addition to that, for corporations... The AMT, the Alternative Minimum Tax, has been eliminated. So the corporate AMT has been eliminated. That's also a positive thing. But if you're a small business, okay, and you have pass-through income, okay, so you're an LLC, um, you know, you're a, uh, um, you know, anything that's pass-through income. Uh, If you're an S-Corp, for example, that's another one that has just, hey, your business income passes through to your individual tax return. That's what pass-through income means, okay? You will receive, small business owners will receive a 20% deduction for pass-through business income, okay? Um, That is something that is huge, okay? you're going to get a 20% deduction. So let's say you bring in, you have this business income of $100,000. You're going to get this 20% pass-through deduction. And now your federal income, to, or well, your your income is going to be $80,000. That's what you're going to be taxed on instead of $100,000. So that extra $20,000 of income, you would have paid, I don't know, let's just call it 25%. All right? So now... That is saving you $5,000. So that's a huge number, guys. I mean, that's real money that you don't have to write a check for. Okay? And uh, so that, that's, that's a big one. And the, uh, the changes, by the way, to bonus depreciation in Section 179, which is, um, you know, equipment, also give businesses more options for expensing property and equipment. So that's, that's another big one. Okay? Um, you know, the, 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 the pass-through. So this is one of the things that I was telling you about earlier, that there is a little caveat there, right, as far as the pass-through uh, deduction that you get as a small business owner. Um, there was uh, – it phases out that 
deduction per pass-through income kind of phases out uh, for certain business types, which in my opinion is not right. Okay. If you are a service oriented business like ours, okay, we don't sell a widget. We sell a service. Okay. The deduction phases out for us. Okay. Now, you know, one of those numbers, 157,500 for a single, but if you're married, $315,000. So if you make over that, it starts being phased out and it's totally phased out at $415,000 of income. So, um, you know, I say that's not fair and you might be saying, well, okay, dude, you're, you, you guys are good on income or anybody that makes that kind of money is good on income. It's still not fair. Okay. Because if you were different service type and you sell the widget and you made that much money, it doesn't, it's not limited. How's that fair? You know, that's just, that's my point. Um, again, nobody's feeling sorry for anybody that's making that kind of money. I get it. I get it. But uh, if you compare it to some of the other businesses that are getting it, that's the difference. Okay. Oh, boy. That's a lot of stuff, isn't it? When it comes to businesses uh, and when it comes to corporate law and when it comes to individuals, you're getting a lot of breaks here, guys. And uh, it's just understanding how they're going to affect you. And then the follow-up from that is, what are you going to do about it? Are you maxing out your retirement plans? Are you maxing out your savings for your kids on their college fund? Are you maxing out the most you can do from a savings standpoint? If you're not, how about putting that money towards those things? Save the money, okay, and don't spend it. A lot of people get extra money. What do we do? We go spend it on the latest and greatest widget or gadget, okay? So if you're getting a tax break, put that money away. So, for example, your paycheck's gone up, right? Because they reduced the marginal rates, and now you're getting a, a bigger paycheck, bigger take-home income. Let's say it's 40 bucks a, a, a month. I don't care what the number is. Okay, put 40 more bucks a month in your 401k, okay? So that might be having a plan with what you're going to do about it, Um can really help you. Obviously, planning is good, right? We've talked about that. So currently, parents that make less than 110000 jointly and $75,000 individually receive a tax credit, uh, a child tax credit, if you have children, uh, of $1,000. Okay. With the new bill in 2018, that child tax credit will be doubled to $2,000 per qualified child. And the income limits for the credit will go from $110,000 to $400,000 jointly. So if you make under $400,000, that credit per child is now $2,000 per child. So not only are they allowing us to deduct or have that uh, credit doubled, but the income limits have gone up so more people can take advantage of it. And by the way, if you're wondering, if you're in, if if you file a single tax return, it's two hundred thousand individually. Again, that means a lot more people are able to save or get this or receive this tax credit. And if you know now because you're listening to my show, our show, you can do something about that now. Hey, my tax bill is going to be two thousand dollars less next year. Let's put that money to work. Let's do something with it. And I'm not talking about going and buying a TV. I'm talking about saving it, okay? Whether it's in your savings account or a 401K or a Roth IRA or whatever, just save the money, okay? All right, let's see. What else? We talked about the 529 plan. Now you can use it for K through 12 for private school, okay? That is huge, okay? Another deduction that is used by many homeowners is the mortgage interest deduction. In previous years, a mortgage holder could deduct interest they pay on mortgage debt of up to $1 million. Under the new tax law, it's capped at $750,000 on that mortgage interest. Okay, so that's, not, that's still a really big home, by the way. <laughs> so if you bought a home before December 15th of 2017, last year, you may still qualify to fall under the $1 million cap. Okay. The deduction for medical expenses is also commonly used deduction 
The new tax law, again, I mentioned this before, you could deduct medical expenses over 7.5% of your adjusted gross income, and, and it used to be 10%. So it had to be over 10% of your AGI to be able to deduct it. Now it's down to 7.5%. Okay? It applies for two years, by the way, beginning in the 2017 tax year. This particular change will sunset after two years and will return to the previous 10% level. So if you didn't know that, there you go. Uh, that's not a permanent deal. So enjoy it while we have it. All right. I guess that's about it, guys. We've covered a lot of stuff of, with the new tax law, and, and I hope that you've got something out of our show today that will help you in your financial situation. You know, taxes, this is all about retirement. It's called the retirement playbook. But taxes play a role, not only now, but what we're going to expect to be in, in retirement. So what can you do now to be able to lower that? One of the things that you could do is, is, and I'm not telling you to go out and do this, but you might want to consider doing a Roth IRA if you don't already have one and using some of this money, like child tax credit that you've doubled now per child, and put that money in a Roth 401k or an IRA. Okay, so if they offer that at your work, consider it there or just put it into your individual Roth IRA, okay? These are things that will help you. And our goal today was not to provide you with specific tax advice, but to rather inform you, and information is power, I've talk, I say that all the time, of some of the changes that are occurring and some of what can you do now, right now, that will help you next year and beyond. All right, guys, that's it for this week. I've enjoyed, I hope you've enjoyed the show. I know I've enjoyed being here. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.